Talk More Talk, a solo Beatles video cast where we talk about all things from the solo years. And of course, the Beatles come up, oh, you know, once in a while. <laughs> welcome, welcome. We're glad to be back with you. And uh, I think we've got a really fun topic for tonight. We love doing this uh, periodic series that we have called Another Listen, where we take an album that um, really wasn't uh, well uh well, well loved shall we say when it first came out didn't do well critically and commercially and we do just what the title says we give it another listen and decide did it deserve its initial uh critical and commercial reaction and we want to hear from you tonight too as to whether you think it, it did. Um, and tonight we are looking at Ringo Starr's 1978 album, Bad Boy, which, uh, yep, which, uh, which Tom and Joe <laughs> are holding up right now. And so I think we're going to have a great conversation tonight. Um, and you'll notice uh, that Ken Michaels is uh, not uh, real old. Yeah. <laughs> looks a little different tonight. Just, hey, but uh, I noticed that real old. His background really got spiffy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Background looks a little different. Um, I know he mentioned during the last episode that uh, he was not going to be able to join us tonight. Um, and uh, he is uh, helping um, his wife. Uh, his wife is recovering from surgery. Glad to say yes. she's doing extremely yeah. well. Excellent. Um, so we're mm -hmm. so happy to say that. So we want to send uh, our love and best wishes to continue on yes. the path to recovery. He will be back next time. Um, but we have we'll see let's see how much fun we have with al here tonight and maybe <laughs> yeah maybe maybe, maybe, yeah. Ken, maybe ken will have to audition to come back or yeah, something yeah you know yeah. we'll see <laughs> we'll see i'll slip you a few slip you a few bucks there yeah, you go there you go there you go but yes we have somebody very special uh here tonight uh, who is uh going to uh uh well not just cover for for ken he's a very special friend of our show and and many of you know him and uh, so i'm going to um before we get going introduce myself in these bad boy oys and uh and so uh, good, good. 
<laughs> I had to do it. Um, so um, uh, my name is Kid O'Toole. I am the author of Songs We're Singing, Guided Tours to the Beatles' Lesser Known Tracks, as well as Michael Jackson FAQ, All That's Left to Know About the King of Pop, as well as the co-editor of the new book, uh, Phantom and the Beatles, uh, and you may also know me, uh, from Beatle Fan Magazine. And uh, let me first introduce my regular co-hosts and good friends. He is the co-host of the very popular Paul McCartney-centric podcast, Two Legs, along with Andy Nichols. He uh, also, they uh, do a great um, weekly video series that I guess is coming to an end soon, although I hope you guys- One more will, to go. Yeah, one more to go, although I hope you guys yeah. will come up with maybe Oh, we've already, other... already got tons of ideas, Kit. Oh, good, 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 because I hate worry. to see the end of it, where they right. do ranking the tracks, where they uh, rank all different uh, tracks from Paul McCartney's albums, and uh, recently they, they did one ranking his B-sides. And, right. And uh, yeah, great, great stuff. So uh, say hello to Tom Hanyadi. Hello, Tom. How are you hello, doing? Hello, kids. Welcome back to reality. And yeah. um, Joe and Al, it's always great to see you too. Yeah, thanks. All right. Next up, he is the host of uh, the very popular YouTube channel, Mean Mr. Mayo. And you find a bit of everything on his channel, comedy, um, adventures in uh, music collecting. Uh, he'll show his collection, but he also takes you along on uh, kind of treasure hunts um, at uh, flea markets, his local record store, where you also meet some great uh, great cast of characters there <laughs> and uh and also uh he has a weekly show called fab gab uh where he also does uh ranking the tracks i'm thrilled i've, I've been on that <laughs> show before it's a lot of fun uh mm -hmm. so you do want to check it out so say hello to joe mayo hello joe hello kit and hello tom and hello our guest al good to have you back <laughs> <laughs> And last but definitely not least, our special guest, he has been on the show before. Uh, he is the executive editor of Beatle Fan Magazine, as well as the author of Change in Times, 101 Days That Shaped a Generation, which you can find on Amazon. Uh, you probably also know him from the Fest for Beatles fans. In fact, uh, you were with them with that since it's it's conception right i mean beginning. from, from yep. the day that mark lapidos came up with the idea of beetle practically Fest, i'm one of the one of the first people he told told him about that. exactly mm. so back yep. when it was beetle fest and yes. uh, so so if you don't know him from beetle fan you know him from the fest uh and so uh, so say hello everybody to al sussman so al mm -hmm. welcome back we're thrilled to have you here Thank you very much, kid. And hi, hi, Tom. And hi, Joe. And hello there, everybody. Oh. And, hi, and, and, and if you're watching, hi, Ken. And hi, Joanne. All right. <laughs> yes, indeed. We're, we're, we're thinking of you guys tonight. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. All right. So before we get to our main topic, um, we always have the news. And this time, um, Al is going to uh, deliver the news tonight. We have, he has been in touch with Ken and uh, mm -hmm. he is. Uh, so Al's gathered some news and Ken's uh, also submitted some news items. So Al, take it away. What you got for us? Okay, and if you don't, if you can indulge me reading him off of off of an <laughs> iPad. That's okay. <laughs> 
the uh, the BBC um, aired a documentary in May called A Life in Ten Pictures, John Lennon. Uh, it tells the story of John's life through 10 very important and well-known photos, uh, uh, including the, um, uh, the, the only known uh, photo of John and his, and his mother, uh, you know, right up, and up to uh, John signing the autograph for uh, Douchebag. Uh, we, don't, we don't use the name. Yes, that's um, right. Most, most important. Most impressive are the uh, are the people who discuss his life in those photos, including Mark Lewison, Hunter Davis, um, Bob Bruin, and uh, Dan uh, Dan Richter. Uh, the documentary is currently on YouTube. Uh, the newest issue of Goldmine. Uh, has John and Yoko on on the cover with a feature on the uh, the new John Lennon Plastic Ono Band box set. It uh, uh, in exclusive interviews, Klaus Vorman and other insiders talk about the uh, the making of the original album. Uh, the issue also reviews uh, an album that Ken's been talking about here, the new album from uh, Marilyn McCoo and Billy Davis Jr., mm -hmm. uh, Blackbird, uh, Lennon and McCartney icons. Now we have uh, from the rumor mill. Hey, my favorite segment. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, Steve Hoffman's message board has had some posts indicating uh, that the the rumored All Things Must Pass box set, and of course there has been no announcement that there even is a All Things Must Pass box set, but rumors have it that that box set may have an August 6th release date. Mm. Uh, now, since the, now I, last week, I, I got an email from, uh, from Barnes and Noble, uh, which uh, announced that the Get Back book uh, will be published on October 12th. Mm. So that may indicate uh, that the rumors that have been relatively rampant of uh, COVID-related production delays in the Get Back film right. may be, maybe, you know, may in the necessitate the, uh, the, the, um, another delay, let's put it that way, another delay mm -hmm. in the, in the release of the film. And of course, obviously whatever audio, uh, package is going to be, is going to be released. So, um, so we have to, you know, take all this with a certain amount of, uh, of, you know, grains of salt, salt. but, yep. but we, uh, we shall see. And, um, uh, and uh, also, Kit, if uh, if the uh, the date August sixth sounds familiar, that is the that would be the first day of the Chicago uh, Fest for Beatles fans, and yep. we were we were just talking about that before we uh, get air, and at this point, uh, there's still uh, nothing has been formally decided yet. Uh, you know, Mark Lapidus is going through every every possibility. Uh, you know, the all of the the requirements inside, outside, right. masks, unmasked, whatever. Uh, hopefully, we'll get some kind of ruling this uh, this week. That would right. be. Well, well, Kit. I mean, as someone that lives in Illinois, I mean, have you yes. heard about the restrictions in Chicago? I mean, they still have yeah. the restrictions on like the um, conventions and stuff like that. Supposedly, 
June 11th, the, mm. and then this is what I last heard, June 11th, the restrictions are going to be lifted. Although, well, the, the capacity numbers okay. will be lifted. However, although they, they then added with restrictions, and I wonder Nobody. what does that mean? I mean, right. you know, does that mean we still wear masks? Does that still right. mean, you know, we're yeah. still distancing? I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. so that's, and, and that's probably figure, what yeah, Mark's gotta, trying to find out. You got to figure there's going to be a mad dash for, for many conventions to get, to get, you know, to book what they've had to cancel last year as well. So exactly. I'm sure. So I'm sure exactly. there's going to be a lot of competition to get the space. And then guests have to travel, I would think, some guests. Yeah, and that's a problem because, you know, especially since there are a lot of guests that are, you know, potential guests that are in England and are, you know, my age or over. And, you know, they might be somewhat reluctant to get on a plane or would not be able to. Right. You know, it really depends. And also when you mentioned, uh, you know, capacity, you know, what, um, you know, uh, you know, would it be cost effective to, you know, to have a fest if the, if they're only, if they only are, you know, allowing 500 people to say inside. Right. You know, know, so who knows? So many factors here. Yeah. We shall see. We shall see. And just, one other item, and it's a sad one. Hmm. Um, uh, Bill Elliott, who was an Apple recording artist and uh, an original member of the, the Dark Horse band um, Splinter, has uh, reportedly passed away. Uh, uh, Ken passed that on to us today, but I haven't been able to find any kind of corroborating information, but we'll, we'll, right. you know, we'll, go, we'll go with Ken's in, info. Um, George Harrison, for those who are not familiar with Bill, uh, George Harrison produced and played uh, on Splinter's first album, The uh, The Place I Love, in 1974. Mm. And Bill was the, the lead vocalist on the Apple single, God Save Us, in the summer of 1971. Right. Um, the, the song originally was called God Save Oz and was written by John Lennon. And um, uh, was uh, he wrote it for you know to benefit the uh, UK underground newspaper Oz, right. mm-hmm. and the and there's a version of the of the original song with uh, with John uh, doing the uh, the lead vocal, uh, which is on the the Lennon Imagine. anthology. Yeah, uh, right on the. Uh, oh, right. Yes, that's on the right. Imagine it's, box set too. I think. Yes, as well as the Lennon yeah. anthology. That's yeah. true. Exactly. So, uh, so assuming the reports are, are correct, uh, unfortunately, uh, Bill Elliott is another another part of the story has passed yeah. uh, has yeah. passed on. Yeah. That's a shame. Another part uh, of yeah. history. Right. Well, um, to mm-hmm. go back to that, all things must pass, real quick. I mean, yeah. there has been there has been posts or leaks, if you will, um, showing track listings. Uh, another another leak is saying that it's going to be announced this Thursday. So uh, another mm-hmm. yeah. uh, another leak is that there's going to be a mega mega you know hundreds of dollars you know McCartney 
deluxe, uh, you know, size worth of a, of a box set as well. That, you know, that could be, you know, well over $600. Yeah. So so from what I'm hearing, there's going to be, there's going to be plenty of variations for, for everybody to, uh, to pick from. So, you know, nothing has changed in that camp. I would, Mm -hmm. I would gather, you know, because I mean, not everybody can, you know, afford the the mega the mega sets, and not everybody wants everything to begin with. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but it's going to be interesting to see. You know, obviously, you know, we've heard snippets over the years from bootlegs and early takes. These these you know raw stripped down you know demos from George. You know, recording all things must pass, and I absolutely love them. Yeah, you know, I think too. there's some yeah. of his yeah. better, you know some of his best vocals absolutely. too were on these stripped yes. down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Absolutely. We'll see. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Just have to say, uh, Al Wesley uh, Winterstrom says, love the ticket display on the wall behind Al. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Right. This is a, a Steiner uh, uh, Steiner Sports, which is a, right. uh, normally a sports memorabilia company out of New York. A couple of years ago, they put out a series of, uh, of Beatles um, creations. And this one is a uh, has re, uh, kind of re, uh, reproductions of tickets for most of the shows on the 64 tour. Okay. And I've got and I've got one across the way, uh, which is. Uh, of photos from the revolver sessions oh cool that Steiner Steiner also did oh wow and I also just want want to give a shout out here to Candle and Han you Hmm. you probably oh yeah hi Candlin yeah she's a long time Chicago fester absolutely uh, fellow uh, Chicagoan and uh, she says very excited to hear this where else is the Springo album going to be discussed that's right (laughs) only on talk more talk you know it so glad that you're tuning in really glad to see you uh before we get and we before we get to that main topic uh Tom you've got a little uh show and tell little show uh, and tell yeah this is a segment I like to call let's see if we can get Joe to spend more money on things that he (laughs) didn't want to buy to begin with yeah not this time I don't think I didn't order them right but these are the uh, the the um, four of the you know 500 different variations of, of McCartney stamps you can get from the Royal Royal Mail or Royal Press whatever it's called. Um, but I finally got a couple in the mail last week, so I was really excited um, to get them to see what they would look like, and they really didn't disappoint because they come in this nice little uh, folder here. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you got the paper, you can lift it up, and, a, and just a protector, you know, and it's nice little sheet. And then I got the one that has the Ram um, album on it. You can see there. Um, I also got the one that has uh, McCartney three. So there you go. You can nice. see that as well. I'm trying to get rid of the glare there. Um, obviously, you know, it's still the sheet with the, the album cover and you got uh, four um, stamps down below. Sorry, five stamps down below. No, four. Duh, I'm, I'm, I can't talk right now. This is my favorite. <laughs> I like this one a lot because it's got all the, well, not all, all of them, but all the ones that they were going to do for this series, the album covers here. Mm. Um, 
Nice, nice lot. presentation. Yeah. Yeah, 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 no, really nice job here. And then the lastly, um, this one has all the stamps together that they were offering um, here in one uh, set. So not only is it the album covers, but it's also images of Paul during the time of each of those album covers. Nice. So, you know, we see mm -hmm. Paul and Wings in the desert for, for the, you know, Venus and Mars, you know, so all different kinds of um, photos during those uh, times. And um, I like them so much, I bought some more. Hey, <laughs> why not? Yeah. Uh, exactly. Uh, Bruce Bernath asked, how do you get them? Um, I can put the link up on our Talk More Talk page, but it's if you just put the Royal Mail in Google, um, Google McCartney stamps really okay. Roy royal mail and uh, hopefully you can uh you can find them there i've only seen of, of the like the 30 plus variations that they have i think i only saw one that's uh, that's uh now out of out of stock or print or whatever like that so okay. still plenty to go around prices are reasonable however you gotta remember now there's an exchange you're, you're paying uh pounds here so you gotta you gotta configure right. the exchange rate as well yeah. so excellent but i i i really like what i what i saw here and um like i said i mean i thought they were done very well um probably a little bit better than the, the lennon stamps but you know this yeah. was a little more a little more effort was put into the into this series um but uh but yeah good job yep. mm -hmm. nice presentation yeah. as i said yeah. yeah beautiful all right thank you tom and thank you al for the news that was great a lot of a lot of stuff coming up and yeah uh, and a lot of a uh, sure. lot of action for the wallet. So, uh, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so, so get get ready, everybody. Yeah. Yes. All right. So now our main uh, main topic, which I as I can tell from the comments here, everybody is uh, pretty excited about uh, another listen of Bad Boy. And if uh, I can just say, throw, oh, you know, it's funny. The one we did, another listen of Ringo the Fourth, was right. one of our most. Uh, popular shows yeah it was exactly. you're right yeah you're right so uh mm -hmm. so we'll uh we'll see how uh you know if this is as popular as as ringo the fourth uh you know is yeah it's these are albums that uh this and ringo the fourth were definitely um not beloved when mm -hmm. uh when they first came out um just uh, a quick uh background although from the comments we're seeing a lot of you are are obviously already familiar with it um this was a period of of time in Ringo's career that was uh definitely part of a downward um uh time um right. he was uh struggling with uh alcoholism as uh many uh, know he was though trying to revitalize his career uh he was actually coming off of ringo the fourth mm. um and right. he um you know had been trying uh, with that and, and with his uh collaborator vinnie poncia you know they they had tried to capitalize on the disco trend um a bit on that album and obviously uh didn't really work and so they wisely uh for this album uh decided to kind of go back to their to the uh, ringo's roots you know rock and roll roots um and so they pared down to you know kind of a core group of collaborators and uh, and they certainly did uh, come up with some you know great musicians i mean dr john yeah uh, you know you can't yeah. go wrong with him no slouches um, I, really 
Yeah, no slouches. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, Juan, uh, Juan Van Eaton, I think, yeah. was on here. Um, you know, and Jimmy Webb. Jimmy, Jimmy Webb, great I songwriter. Mean, uh, yeah, Dee yeah. Murray on bass from the exactly. Elton John band. Yep. So I mean, you know, some solid musicians here. Um, leaned pretty heavily toward other outside songwriters, covers, um, and uh, a couple were were co-written. Uh, uh, Ringo and, and Vinnie Poncia. Literally. Uh, Literally yes. a couple. couple. Yes, <laughs> just a couple. Exactly, exactly. Um, the sessions were held uh, over just 10 days yeah. in uh, Vancouver and uh, the Bahamas. Um, and then, of course, there was a, a publicity uh, push, although it was mainly from uh, through the uh, TV special, which right. we have also covered in right. a previous yeah. uh, previous episode, and it was, uh, you know, really campy '70s kind of fun. Uh, we had we had fun doing that episode, mm. um, but alas, didn't work. Um, mm. You know the uh, the album did not chart very well. I believe it was one twenty nine. Yep, right. one twenty nine. And that was in the U.S. I don't think it even charted in the yeah. U.K. No, it didn't. Um, there were um, just uh, I think there was uh, let's see, uh, lipstick traces on a cigarette was released uh, released right. as a single. Heart on right. my sleeve, yep. and in the U.K. only tonight was released yeah. as a single with backed with uh, heart on my sleeve. And, uh, and none, none of them, them no, no, none of them charted. And uh, and some of the interviews he did during that time, they're pretty infamous. You can find them on YouTube. I mean, he was just mm. way into alcohol and it was, you know, not a not a good time. And, you know, the, uh, Kit, there was a quote that I, I found where Ringo supposedly said, you know, most of the time uh, you have musicians dabbling in drugs. Well, we were junkies dabbling in music. Yeah. At this yep. time. It was, it, yeah. you know, to show you where he was at, he just wanted to be out of there. And a lot of Beatles reunion talk at the time. And yes. I, I, I think he just wasn't, was disinterested, in, not as much into it. Yeah. Right. And, and you can even tell, we talked a little bit about this in, in that Ringo special uh, episode we did where, you know, even in the outtakes, you know, he just seemed kind of like checked out. You know, I mean, you could just tell. Um, and so that that was that. And I believe yeah. he was dropped by the record. Was he dropped by the well, record he was label after this? No, before. before oh, it was before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was dropped by Atlantic. Yeah. 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 Atlantic. Then, right. Then he was this, dropped by Portrait in the U.S. Polydor. After this. After this album. Yeah, after this album. Yeah. yeah. So... So it, it was definitely not the comeback he had hoped for right. and, uh, and no. it wouldn't happen for some time after. So did this album deserve the reception that it got? So that's what we are going to look at tonight. So let's first, and, and we want all of you out there to take part in the discussion. Uh, we're going to... Um, get through as you know comments as, as we can if we don't get to them all tonight don't worry we read the comments uh after the show so uh, so we were we will not ignore them um <laughs> so let's first talk about what did we uh, well actually let's back up um al and joe are the only ones here that remember when this album came out i was six years old so i don't <laughs> and uh so uh so al let's let's start with you um 
what was, you know, what were the expectations that, that, I mean, what, you know, were there like with the television special, was there like a lot of hype around this album? Do do you remember there were there expectations? Well, Well, one further problem was that even though the album came out in April uh, in England, uh, where the TV show didn't even uh, didn't air for like five years. I think eighty one. <laughs> yeah, something like something that. Like that. Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, but the but in uh, in the U.S. the the, the special was on in the, toward the end of April, mm. and the album wasn't released until about two months later. Mm. So so that's that was you know strike one against it. And and then coming off, um, I, I should add, I actually have a rather different opinion than you guys had of um, of um, uh, Ringo the Fourth. I I I think it's very possibly the worst album that any of the four of them have ever put out in there you know in the 50 some years of the uh, you you the wouldn't post- be alone in that statement yeah oh uh, i, th- I think know, old wave so. is worse but that's yeah. me it's close <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know there, there's a couple uh, on uh old wave there are a couple of songs that kind of you know vindicated a bit but uh uh but so the expectations were not were not great uh, to be to be honest, and um, uh, it's it's not it's not a terrible album in in the way that um, uh, that Ringo the Fourth was, uh, but it's not great. And I get and that was my reaction when I first heard it back in in seventy eight. Uh, see what Joe's reaction was yeah joe how how about you when when you first got it well uh i was really getting heavily into all things beatles by then i had been like around 76 i was getting into it really heavy and uh, that included solo beatles really around this time i i, I was uh that year i, I had turned 16 uh, you know i was in high school and uh, looking forward to the Ringo TV special, which I saw and enjoyed. And uh, Ringo was promoting this. He was on the Mike Douglas show. And that I remember that's a, that's a fun appearance. That really is yeah. a lot of fun. And he did Donahue and stuff like that. And uh, mm. he was really trying, you know, uh, to, to, to do his best. He was entertaining as always. And I was excited, you know, I, like a lot of our young fans we have now out there, like just like Hudson, Hudson Ranny, mm-hmm. for example, uh, you know, who in their teens, early or mid teens. Uh, I'm just starting out with the solo stuff. In fact, I think this is a dishonor, I guess, but I think the bad boy album might've been the very first, am I a hundred percent sure? Very first solo Beatle album that I bought with my own money. Oh, wow. uh, that was, that was um, when I say that, I mean like a new album. I think I had already previously started with shaved fish and blast from your mm-hmm. past. I think when they were new pretty much mm-hmm. or, New, new, pretty new, uh, but this this was I think was the, was the first one, and uh, at the time it was you know I didn't really like it much, I, you know maybe a couple of songs I, you know I thought it was subpar, you know, but uh, I was just starting to get into like I want to dabble into everything, uh, mm-hmm. with the solo Beatles as well, and uh, that was as I say that was the first Ringo album offering at the, about this time that I was really getting into it. And uh, yeah, didn't didn't really think much of it at first, 
You know, it took some time over years for me to hear it again and again and again, so forth. I didn't think that, I guess I'd describe it as the album didn't sound like in touch to me with what was really going on in the music scene in 1978. Yeah, you know, it's funny because you had all kinds of different things that were happening. It was more variety and versatility on the radio and stuff, but yet this still didn't, didn't sound contemporary or anything to me. I don't know what they were going for, lounge music or whatever I thought as a, yeah. as, a yeah. as you know, when I w- w- was younger anyway. Uh, I wasn't ready for it. That's mm-hmm. pretty much my first impression. So, so, yeah, there Al, were you were, two... so you were agreeing it, it didn't sound yeah. contemporary. Cause, yeah, because what Joe was saying is right on the money because there were basically two musical genres that pretty much dominated mm. uh, the, that, that year. One was, because that was, of course, the, the year Saturday Night Fever and Studio 54 right. and right. blah, blah, blah. And so disco was was so huge. But also, uh, you know, kind of the American coming out of punk and new wave. New wave, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And this was... And neither and neither can. <laughs> I, I didn't know what it was. I, exactly. I didn't even think that they're always talking about how I guess you think disco, disco e Ringo the Fourth had been. I think it's the closest yeah. thing right. we, we could get right. to disco and just bits of it that are uh, disco e. But uh, yeah, uh, you would think this would be more of a full fledged disco album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ringo the Fourth. Ringo the Fourth. I think was more of a disco. Kind of oh, yeah, very oh, yeah. sounding record. Well, that's to me, what I'm this saying. One, this one not... sounds more like the early '60s, before you know the 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 you know the the uh, British explosion took off. You know, you you got your you got your horns. You know, and and it's more kind of like maybe R&B sounding than um, mm-hmm. it is um, yep. hard yeah. rocking. Which again, you know, you know rock. You know, your plain old rock and roll was still popular uh, back. You know, then too, and that, that didn't appeal to, um, and that wasn't this either. You know, so I'm sure that no. didn't appeal to the rock and rollers at the time either. Not yeah. at all. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Um, yep. Uh, and uh, I think well, there's some defenders of old wave in the, in the comments. I'll here. Bet. So we, we I, I, fully admit, I fully admit I'm alone in that. I love She's About a Mover. I think yeah. that's yes. one of the, most, the best covers Ringo ever did. He's having a blast in that. Mm-hmm. I like a couple of other songs, too. I, mm-hmm. But it's not it's my least favorite, maybe. Ringo in my car, yeah. In my car is good, you know. Joe Walsh, I like. Yep. It's fun. Hopeless yep. is fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yep. so, Those well, are the ones I, na- I name all the time. Those three. So we yeah. we may have to do an old wave show in the, in the future. Yeah, I think we'll, we'll have to do that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. Let's let's uh start by talking about you know the positive aspects of of the album uh, as we listen to it once again. So uh, so Tom, let's let's start with you. What what did you what do you like about this album what what are the positive um what do i like about this album i like the the um the you know the musicians that he has on this album are again like we said they're top notch but when you first got this album you didn't know that because you got lead guitar you got push alone here on lead guitar you got uh, uh diesel on bass uh you got uh more slain on keyboard you got uh uh guitar on rhythm guitar i mean so the the, the song i mean the credits on the album are you they don't yeah. list the actual people's names that yeah. play on this album really it's, annoying 
Yeah, it's pretty funny. So you didn't really learn until later on, or even if you knew who they were during the Ringo special, because um, you see some of those guys there at the end when he puts when he does those three songs. But mm-hmm. um, but other than that, I mean, there's honestly, I don't really think there's a lot to love. The, like, I've always said these songs were fine, but um, you know, there's no magic here. I don't think, um, and I'll get to that when we talk about things that we don't necessarily like and and why I. I think there's no magic on here, but to be honest with you, um, you know, 10 songs, that's great. <laughs> you know, it's a short album. It's good. Yes, yes, it uh, it's 32. I've listened to it all the driving rain any day. It's 32 <laughs> minutes. Actually. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you what, I mean, a, a handful of the covers are really good. I, I enjoyed some of the covers that he picks um, tonight for me is, is I think one of the best covers he's, he's ever done. Monkey see monkey do is, is I think is, is a great cover as well um hard times i think is you know is a good cover but other than that i mean just you know some of the covers that he picks i think are are fine but you know they're not the best songs that he's you know songs that he's picked to cover in, in throughout his solo career in my opinion so uh bad boy you know it, it's fine but you just needed to get rid of that oy, 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 oy. <laughs> yeah that's well, annoying. Yeah. Yeah, but, but I didn't I, I didn't realize. I mean I when, when I first heard it I thought it was ridiculous, but yeah. now I know it's it's a co- well at the time I, I wasn't thinking when I was younger, but sure. it's a cover and I've heard other versions of it and that's just the way it goes. So I mean that's I'm okay with I love it now. Right. Uh, it's not his best. <laughs> for sure, cover for sure. Right. Right. But I and, and like you said, I mean I mean 8 of the 10 are covers. You know, there's only right. two, you know Starkey Poncia uh, written tracks on here co-writes so well it's interesting if i may you know out of the 10 songs i like nine of them okay now i I said in the beginning i wasn't fond of it i've become very fond of this album i like it now uh you didn't ask but uh, i'm just no no that's that's (laughs) right no and this is yes yes, defend the album what what well I do think we, we know that, that Ringo, uh, by his own admission, was disinterested. Just He said he said just wanted to go home and uh, rather than be there, he did the album because he kind of had to. He wasn't really committed. But I thought on this particular album, if anything, I think he sounds a little more invested than Ringo the Fourth, for example, which may not be saying much because he really sounded, he even sounded drunk on some of the Ringo the Fourth yeah. songs. Yeah. Uh, yes. And I, you know, I, I like just about, the only song that I personally, and it's completely subjective, whatever you feel yourself, but uh, Old Time Relovin' is probably mm-hmm. my least favorite track on here, and that's yeah. one of the two uh, Poncia Starkey right. Uh, right. tracks, yeah. uh, the originals. Um, I have a memory of the Bad Boy track, if I may. Uh, when I, about this time, I I had a stepfather, and I had, and he wasn't a Beatles fan at all, and I had made... Uh, an A to Z Beatles and solo Beatles tape. And he indulged me by playing it in the car. Mm. And when bad boy came on, I was a little embarrassed. And, and as soon as it started, he says, yeah. Oh, bad boy. <laughs> like he knew this, that's how the first time I knew, I, I didn't even read that it was back then that it was a cover song. He knew the song. So he liked that one oh, because wow. of, the, because of that. So uh, yeah, that's a story for you. And uh I don't know. I just have fun. I'm looking at the songs here. Uh, Lipstick Traces with the horns. I love, we talk about this all the time. I I like horns, brass, synthesizers that sound like horns. Uh, Heart on My Sleeve, which was featured on the the TV show. It's one of the songs. Um, 
Uh, the strings on it I, I like, and uh, the lyrics. You know, again, this is not an original, this one. This is a, a cover, Heart on My Sleeve. But uh, I like the, the songs, and I relate to some of them. I wear my heart on my sleeve a little too much, I think, in, in my in my life. And uh, Hard Times is, is a real good rocker that I think was also done on the TV show. Yeah. He's on the drum kit doing that. Um, yeah, it's fun. Monkey See, Monkey Do is fun. Um a Man Like Me, which was originally from Scouse the Mouse. He originally sang A Mouse Like Me, right? Yeah. And he changed it to A, yeah. a Man Like Me. Yeah. So I, I have fun with him. I accept it now. and I Not just accept it, but I enjoy it. But that's over decades of listening to it. doesn't work for every album. Not every album has hit me on repeat listens. But this one, I just have fun with it. Again, the same excuse, if you like, I always use. It's just Ringo. And from Ringo, I expect less. I just want to have a, a good time. His charming, schmaltzy personality. And do I enjoy myself? This album, I do. I think it's it's better than, by a good margin, uh, than Ringo uh, the Fourth that came before it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Tonight. I love the song Tonight. Didn't know yeah. for a long time it was a Small Faces, small faces. cover. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Uh and I have some like things I want to say if you want to talk about what we don't like about yeah. some of the songs. Oh yeah, the, that's coming next. Mm. Yep. You know. That's coming next. <laughs> Come on, let it go. Let it rip, Al. Yeah. All right, Al. Okay. Well, okay. well this probably, is what we like. This is what we like. Yeah. <laughs> probably the, the three songs that I probably like the best on the album are actually the two, three, and four songs on side one. Uh, that's Bad Boy, right? Which uh, you know, as Joe mentioned, is you know is a is a cover uh, the group called the Jive Bombers did in 1957, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and then Lipstick Traces, which Miss uh, uh, Miss R&B over here can probably give you the entire resume of uh, covers of Lipstick Traces, right? Yeah. Well, and of course that's uh, that's the great uh, all the two saints. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, uh, yep. yep. And, right. uh, and yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah, that's a, that's a great tune. I mean, I don't, and, and, and Ringo's version is, uh, is, you know, it's fun. It's, it's a fun yeah. version. I mean, it's, right. you know, not, not the best, but it was, but it's yeah. fun. I mean, and, you know, yeah. it's, and, and you can't go wrong with Alan Toussaint. What can you say? Exactly. And, it's and, got and, that, may, and may I interject one that I somehow yeah. forgot the opening track, Who Needs a Heart? I really like that opening, you know, it thumps, thumps moderately paced, uh, you know, tempo, you know, good, good feel to it. Uh, that, that's a, a original by Ringo and, and mm. Vinnie Pontius. So although I don't like the other one much, Old Time Reloving, I do like the opener, Who yeah. Needs a Heart, mm-hmm. that they wrote. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. And the and the other one that I, you know, that it's probably a, a, a favorite is Heart on My Sleeve, which is a Gallagher and Lyle song and um oh and and um with lipstick traces it's got uh that 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 new orleans r&b groove yes i'm sure dr john was playing yeah. uh, keyboards on there yeah. that uh, that you know back <sighs> 60 years ago when i first kind of discovered rock and roll uh that was the summer of i like it like that and and a lot of you know the New Orleans uh, R and B hits that that uh, that I first kind of really turned on to. Uh, 
but those are my uh, those are probably my three my three favorites. Um, uh, you know, uh, hard times is, is is hard times is probably as close to a rocker as there is on, yes. on this yeah. album. Yep. So so that's you know that that's a positive on what is you know a pretty right shall we say mellow mellow album album yeah exactly <laughs> right yeah that's those are probably those are probably the positives yeah um, yeah i yeah i i agree i think uh lipstick traces i think we all kind of agree on that yeah i i definitely mm-hmm. um think that you know it, it uh you know it, i love that new orleans feel as we've talked about that great piano from dr john i mean that's Mm -hmm. he was just what a master he was um i think and and this is something that i i you know positive about this whole album i think even though you know we talk about ringo being kind of you know sounding old disinterested he actually was in good voice i was gonna say i have that written yeah my notes Yeah. yeah I mean, better than Ringo the Fourth. I mean, as oh, we, I mean, compare it to, to some of the vocals on Ringo the Fourth, like gave it all up or something. Oh, oh that man. was just painful, yeah. painful yeah. to listen to. But no, here he's actually, I mean, vocally, he's he's pretty strong, you know. And uh, you know, this is a good example on on, on uh, Lipstick Traces. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you know, and I love the backup singers on this. I mean, it's just a a, a great you know, kind of 50s kind of soul feel. Exactly. I like that. Um, yeah. I, I agree with you, Joe, on who, who needs a... In fact, I'm kind of surprised it wasn't released as a single. I, I think it should have mm. been. Uh, I like the... You know, was it a B-side? I thought it mattered. I, I, I don't know if... I'm thinking it might have been a B-side. Yeah, it was in, uh, in the UK, I think. Uh, I don't oh. know if it was in the U.S. Probably uh, our listeners can... Uh, no. Viewers can... Uh, but was it? Yeah. I don't no, know why... Uh, yeah, because yeah. I real I like it. I think uh, yeah, I like the I mean the horns. We you know we've talked about well, you know how I am about horns. I yeah, we agree. It. Yes, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I won't say it, but you know how I am. Yeah, I know and, you're real saying, horns. Yeah. Yep, real <laughs> horns. Preferably and, real. Yep, and uh, of course, Dr. John's piano. I love the you know. There's a kind of a rock and R and B kind of flavor to it, um, and uh, and I thought it you know it had some elements to it that would have been, I think, could have gotten some uh, radio airplay at the time because it had a you know a little bit of a like the bass on it had a little, a little slight dance kind of element to it, a little bit of a, a little disco, but not overly i mean not a you know really obnoxious uh great lead guitar i'm I'm assuming that was uh lon van eden um and uh and i just i think uh and the and i liked uh the chorus too i mean the the backing singers uh on it just had a i don't know i just thought it had some catchiness to it yeah i don't know i i I really like it myself yeah so i don't know why that wasn't released as a single and uh high hard times uh, I thought had again uh, some catchiness to it, although really unfortunate lyrics. I, I was drinking in the bar just yeah, trying to that, forget. I was going to say that's typical like Ringo lifestyle. Then there's even some songs again. I keep yeah. harking back to Ringo the Fourth about like being in a bar, mm-hmm. you know, right. just yeah. trying to forget and all yep. this. And I, that's why for years I didn't, I didn't check the credits. And I thought that's kind of, you know, I thought it was a Ringo song because he's saying he's just drinking in a bar right. and all yeah. this kind of stuff. And it's not, it's, it's a cover. 
<laughs> yep. I mean, you know, yikes. But, uh, but it's still, um, you know, I, I thought all three of these songs were, were, you know, good fits for Ringo in terms of his range, in terms of his personality. Um, uh, well, except the drinking part, that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, sure. but I, I think, um, but those to me were, were the standout uh, songs where I thought, you know, that those were, were the more interesting um, cuts. So there were some, you know, some highlights on here. Um, but uh, there were some uh, not so great parts. Um, uh, a friend of actually, of, did we get did we get uh, Tom's? Uh, oh my God, Tom! Notes? I'm sorry. Tom, oh, I started. No, we did. No, we I did. started. I yeah, was just so really I, Yeah, I was just so <laughs> quick because there wasn't much that I really liked about. Yeah, it was saving you. Saving you. It was. Yeah, it was. It was a little faster. But 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 one track I I didn't hear one track mentioned yet. I'm waiting. Well, let's not mention it just yet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Um. But uh. But yeah, I'm trying to um find uh. Uh, Let's let's answer Fred's question here. Uh, Bad Boy was reissued for from uh, Friday Music, and it's right behind me there. Um, Blue vinyl. Yeah. Well, I got the gold vinyl. You got oh gold as well. I didn't know that. Yeah. Gold. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So it has been reissued, and unfortunately, yeah. The uh the the mouse song Scouts the Mouse uh final didn't come with it unfortunately but uh okay okay so um yeah i just wanted to uh give a, a just mention a quote here to kind of kick off the second part of the discussion um this was written by uh someone that many of you may have read his stuff before nick deriso he's mm. a um, editor at uh, ultimate classic rock he's written a lot of stuff we're trying to get him on the show i'm hoping we will get him on soon uh, he's written a lot about the beatles and about the solo years and he wrote an article about bad boy back in 2014 i, I tracked it down yeah and um and wrote an interesting uh interesting piece on it um and talked about how he you know this was supposed to be a comeback and at one point says it should have worked uh, Bad Boy was more delightfully idiosyncratic than the sleek dud that preceded it, and the songs certainly uh, were more wa- uh, warmly produced. Unfortunately, there's something essential missing from the studio performances, despite the album-long presence of aces, uh, aces like keyboardist Dr. John, bassist Dee Murray, and guitarist Jimmy Webb. They seem to be inadvertently echoing Ringo's basic detachment. Right. So... Um, you know, wanted to kind of kick that off, um, uh, you know, sort of. Um, so, uh, Al, do you think that rings true? Is that a, an aspect of the album that... I can, I can give you a good example of that, as a matter okay. of fact. And that's the... You know, I mentioned the, the two, three, and four tracks on side one. <laughs> uh, the number five track on that song... <laughs> Uh, he had no business I, I, doing I think, the song. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you know, where did our love go? Uh, basically, sounds. It sounds like, well. Okay. The you know, I mean, the Supremes version is so iconic. It was the yeah, right. first number one record uh, in America, and all. It's you know, it's so iconic that that Ringo's reading of the song pretty much sounded like karaoke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well says. And, and actually, I'll give you a, a kind of an example of that. Um, this past Friday, I was in the local supermarket, 
it was it was National Donut Day, and <laughs> man, of course, uh, right, of course. So uh, somebody had, a, I guess, a boombox uh, over in the the aisle where they were, you know, boxing up donuts, and and I was hearing Diana Ross singing. Um, I was, I'm assuming it's a Supremes cover of of the Four Tops. It's the same old song, mm-hmm. and you know, I mean, okay, Diana Ross's voice is very, you know, you know, uh, again, iconic if you want to put it that way. Right. But it ain't, Le- but it ain't Levi Stubbs. No. Mm-hmm. So again, it sounded it it by comparison. It just didn't didn't do, it. and that's certainly the case here with uh, where did our love go? For a minute, for a minute, I thought you were going to say you heard Diana Ross doing back off Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, what? Probably not. You know, <laughs> so that, that wasn't it. Yeah. Well, but yeah, yeah, something about where did our love go? I wanted to mention. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, it's corny. Yeah, I like what you say about karaoke. You know, but there's some kind of thing. I don't know the synthesizers. Repeating reminds me of like I only can think of it as a spacey Star Warsy kind of thing, uh, like like laser. Uh, that that fits the times. That part. I mean, that's like well, Star yeah, Wars. that's true. Oh, that part. But yeah, that's uh, I. I mean, you know, even even though it's one of the least tracks on here, and it's pretty embarrassing in a way, I I still have uh, a a blast with it. In the context, listen to the whole album. I can listen to the whole thing because I just look at it as a goof. But uh, yeah, it's it's not it's Diana. A, it's a goof. <laughs> Plus, also since you know, since it, you mentioned that it's probably the first new uh, solo Beatles album that you would actually ever listen to, it probably has a sentimental attachment. Well, yeah, but in the beginning, I didn't really like it much at all. <laughs> really. uh, so there's not, there's, there really isn't that. It, it isn't that in this case. Although I'm the first to say, in many cases, that is the reason why a primary reason why i like something uh, i kind of mm-hmm. listened to it a couple of times didn't like it much at the time and kind of filed it away you know mm-hmm. for many yep. years and didn't go back yeah. to it much mm-hmm. honestly <laughs> our, our good true. friend tom brennan boy you read my mind tom because yeah. i was just thinking that he said phil collins did you can't hurry love after ringo did where do our love go yeah. But, yeah. See, but but at least phil collins Right. got you know the tempo right his he, production yes. was 10 times better I yeah think. exactly yeah. i mean he tried I mean, to emulate yeah. you know the, the the energy right but i do know. get i do get a, a, a kick out of ringo singing i've got this ben and yen and i love that <laughs> but 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 al as a, as a graduate of my motown course you know you know yes you, you don't <laughs> <screw> around right <laughs> That's oh, did you, did you graduate? Did you graduate, Al? Congratulations. Uh, yeah. yeah. A plus. A plus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The one other track that, that I really was disappointed in was Monkey See, Monkey Do, hmm. because I was actually familiar with, uh, uh, with uh, Michael Frank's version. Yes because it had gotten a lot of FM play in New York. And so, and again, it was just, it's just so low key and low energy. It's just, you know, whereas Michael Frank's version is very kind of up and, and, you know, it just, it's just, that's another disappointment here. 
I've got more to say about yeah. that later too. But I, I'm gonna save Uh-oh. that. Okay. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna save that until uh, until last. But uh, we'll go oh to boy. let's uh, let's go to Tom. So Tom, uh, here we go. What did you? Oh, I, I see a scowl. So I, well, I'm saying, I mean, here's the thing. I don't. Again, you know, you you you've got some very talented musicians, and yeah. you know. Jimmy Webb, Dee Murray, you know, Dr. John and, and Von Eaton, like well, Von Eaton, like we mentioned. And it, it's just so basic, these 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 tracks. The the arrangement I, I I think is basic. I don't think there's really anything, you know, exciting. You know, you know, what we think of Ringo as this exciting drummer, you know, during the Beatle mm-hmm. days and very innovative in, in a way. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing really here that's that's in innovative. I mean, I do like, you know, some of the covers that he picked, but he had I don't think he had any right any right at all doing where did our love go i don't i I just don't see him i don't see how he would be comfortable doing this song there's so many so many other great you know songs out there that that he could have covered i just don't think that that's you know one of them and i think poncia is a is a he's no slouch either i mean he's produced some some very high and i mean he he produced uh uh kiss's dynasty record the following year that was the big hit Mm mm-hmm um, so, so, you know, so he's no slouch either. Um, you know, there's one thing that's really missing on this record. And I, I got to tell you, uh, the beginning of Ringo's solo career took off. And it was because of one person, George Harrison. And I, I, it's really a shame that they didn't continue their partnership you know, throughout, you know, the later second half of the 70s. Uh, yeah, sure, you know, Ringo did I'll Still Love You or whatever on, on what was it, Rotogravure? Yeah, which, did, um, which didn't help him any. But they one, didn't really. help, well, yeah, and, yeah. and George ended up suing him for it. But um, but the thing is, is they, they, they their, their partnership, whether George was busy or, or what, who knows what the reason why that fall happened. But the, that magic that those two had together, I mean, every song that they do together is just great, especially on the Ringo album. You know, those those are mm-hmm. some great tracks. And, and George adding his his touch with whether it's the slide guitar or his, you know, his co-writes on these songs. I, I really think that that was really lacking in, in, in George's, in the, I mean, I'm sorry, in the second half of the 70s for Ringo was was that partnership. You know, not having John or Paul on this. Now, I know you don't want to always, you know, rely on these three individuals for help. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But, you know, one song here and there is fine. I also feel this album was rushed. You know, like what I think it was Kit that you said it was it was took 10 days to record. Come on. Good. Well, the you Beatles know. did theirs in a day. I mean, it's, See, no, me, no, 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 no. This is not the Beatles. It's not about friend. time. It's about the product and the result. <laughs> yeah. You can do it in a day. It could sound fantastic. It could take right. three months. This is, like, still, this is not know. the Beatles. I mean, the, no, I mean, it's not. Are, it's, let's not treat it as such. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, so, <laughs> you know? again, that there, I think that um, it, it, it that that kind of, you know, didn't help the album out. And I think this came out not not far long enough after Ringo the fourth. I think this was, I think it was less than a year, less than a year. Um, yeah. You know, less than a year. And I think now one thing that I really think he should have done too, was just maybe take a year off. You know, I think one of the great yeah. things in Ringo's career was that he did, you know, he did, I mean, we know he did those two first solo albums, but he did a single, a single, and then an album, 
you know what I mean? Kind of like, you know, lead into, you know, his solo career. And I think that, you know, he should have, you know, followed suit again. Maybe after Goodnight Vienna, he takes a year off or something like that. Don't rush these albums. You know, you don't want to really necessarily ruin a good thing. If you can't continue to have all these, these great people on your records, you know, maybe not make the record. I don't know. Yeah. Well, but you know, I, in all fairness, he did wait four years or so, like approximately for Old right. Wave after this, and it didn't even get... Yeah, well, yes, but he he wasn't getting signed, and nobody was out to sign him either. Signing him, no. you know what I mean? So I mean, he's if he's getting dropped left and right from his record labels, then obviously, yeah, yeah. he's not going to put out a record. You know what I mean? So I mean, obviously, I, I've said that there's there's some songs on here that I really like. Like I said, I love his version of Tonight. Um, you know, I, I like um, you know, I do like Monkey See Monkey Do. I do like those those three songs that you mentioned too, um, Joe and and Al. But you know, I I, I think there's more wrong with this album than there is right unfortunately all right okay joe we've been we've been uh <laughs> and fred thank you thank good. you for thank you thank you for fred for that wonderful comment from the ruddles the first album took an hour the second even longer <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, man. yeah so yep um, oh, and Fred mentioned George was in the TV special. That's okay. right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. No, there's a few That's... things. I mean, just to, I mean, look, nobody's going to say this is a classic. I'm, I, even yeah. though I enjoy it for what it is, it's not a yeah. class, not one of his best or a classic by any means. But I mean, things like you could like jump on anything. Like I could say, well, you know, then after Old Wave, it took nine years to do Time Takes Time, which I think is his next best record after Ringo. Agreed. Uh, I think right. that's a fantastic yeah, comeback agreed. album and didn't shine yeah. at all. Yeah, uh, so unfair. It should so have taken unfair. nine years, though, because he, he was recording an album prior to, as we the know. Chip, that, Chip, uh, Chip yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. Well, anyway, I, I mean, I'm just nitpicking because, I mean, I know, I, good point. I, you know, I, Tom, you you made a lot of sense with that with George George Harrison. Uh, didn't, really, didn't really think about it. I mean, Ringo's had other songs, not you know, not pertaining to the Beatles, involvement that i've liked but yeah that, of course that was a big factor like you said in the, in the earlier ones not so much later because you know i mean pure gold yeah. i like it but you know those didn't do any anything really in road of the pure uh and also uh, even when he i uh, did uh rack my brain george wrote rack my brain right. which yeah. i thought was a good a good like pop song right. yeah so do i for ringo yeah. a good ringo yeah. pop single and I, I like that album too, which we'll get to His one last day. Top but, 40 uh, you know, in mm. private property and attention, I'm sorry I missed. There was a two leg show yeah. that you did with Andy, where you and I, I didn't catch that. Well, you, you must have talked about private property the song, right. and mm. uh, I don't know about attention also, maybe. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I, I, those Paul McCartney songs there, attention and right. private property, that really did, you know, didn't elevate they his did. luck. Yeah, exactly. By then, you know, I guess there was a point where. And that's a show that I know we've talked about doing. Why all of a sudden did Ringo just lose it? You know. Yeah, part of it, I think that I mean he should have just you know if he he rushed things. I think you know I I think maybe mm-hmm. he should have taken a year off here and there instead of putting out sub subpar product, which I think he probably knew was subpar. You know, I mean, record a song uh, you know every couple months. You know, and 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 but just pick those the ones that are you know are the strongest i mean obviously again there's great people on great artists on these songs but they're following uh this the 
just uh, they're, I think they're phoning it in, really, <laughs> myself. I, know. You yeah. know, I mean, I, I don't I don't feel it too much on this album, but it's just my opinion. You know, I, I felt it on the last album mm. um, more. But... Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I think with Atlantic, uh, he was kind of forced into doing like one album each year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. Know, because that's what that's, I was wondering if right. this was to fulfill yeah. contracts. Contract, that, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know that maybe that's why he was cranking them out. Right, you and know, then that, when after uh, Ringo the Fourth tanked the way it did, they dropped him, mm-hmm. and yep. then he ended up, and then he ended yep. up with Portrait. Right. You know. Yep. Exactly. So, well, yeah, um, I definitely, you know, had uh, some issues. So monkey see, monkey do. Um, I'm, I'm a yeah. big Michael Franks fan. Uh, mm-hmm. I've seen him in concert. I met him once. Um, and, uh, and I, uh, yeah, this to, to Michael Franks fans, his, Ringo's version of monkey see, monkey do is a sacrilege. <laughs> it's really it's not mm-hmm. good yeah because yeah you know, probably they thought all oh, the lyrics are cute you know mm-hmm. and so this will be great for Ringo you know mm-hmm. if that's his personality and well I mean this is more jazz and and the way you yeah. know Michael does these lyrics I mean you know it's almost a little like scatting I mean it's you know yes. you have a jazz background to mm-hmm, deliver yeah. these lyrics and you know Ringo just doesn't not his fault I mean it's not yeah. his fault but it's just you know his phrasing was really awkward and he just you know and he just low energy and low energy and the whole thing and and in the arrangement was just wrong <laughs> i mean it's just, you know, it's, just, it's jazz and uh, uh, you know, i've never heard monkey see monkey do before this version yeah uh, and, and still though it happens to be probably my next to last if i was going to rank them you know yeah uh, after yeah. old time reloving this is probably my next to last yeah least it, when you hear the, <laughs> when you hear the original like that's how it's supposed to you know be right. done and yeah so the first time i heard that that and along with um uh, where did our love go? I just thought, oh, oh no, 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 no. Yeah. Old time reloving. I don't like that track either. It, it just, and, and there are other, you know, it's kind of like other tracks on the side. It just doesn't go anywhere. And maybe that's the, what kind of goes back again to the low energy aspect. Mm. I mean, it just, that, that yeah. song, it's just, you know, and, and it almost like at the end of old time reloving, it's, it's almost like Ringo just kind of drops out and it's like, oh, let's just jam for a while. And then it just yeah. goes, and like, yeah. like they didn't know where to go with it, and yeah. they're like, "Okay, we'll just jam for a while." Okay, fade out. Yeah. Um, it, you know, I, I just, um, yeah, I mean, they just didn't seem to to know where they wanted that song right. to go. There was this, mm-hmm. yeah, and and uh, and that just was kind of characteristic, except for those three songs that I mentioned. Um, that was kind of characteristic yeah. of a lot of that album for me mm. but it wasn't you know i'm not saying it was all horrible and I as i said his voice, yeah. his voice was right. good i mean right. on the whole mm-hmm. i mean you know better shape than on ringo the fourth right that's, yes. that's for sure yeah our friend uh gary wilbur uh brought up a good point a country album in the late 70s instead of ringo the fourth and bad boy that would have been a good idea i think now country yeah. was becoming more mainstream in the late 70s maybe that mm-hmm. would have you know caught some acceptance um especially in you know the, the south or texas you know i mean the mm-hmm. areas i mean there you could have got some appeal on that too you know because like i said it was getting more and more popular there in the late 70s and early 80s 
And his yeah, pe- stuff people, is great. people have wanted him to do that for a while, been su- oh, suggesting absolutely. that. And, and I think that Give More Love was going to start out as a country. It started out as it was going to be a country, more mm. country esque album, if I remember correctly. And then it kind of fell apart. I think Ringo said right. it, but he had. Uh, what is that one uh, for so long? Uh, Wrong uh, for, so long for so long. Yeah, was on there, which is country song. as. Yeah. And there's another one too that I can't. Is it standing still? Maybe uh, there's another song there that's country esque. Mm. Um, I, I thought I thought I remember Ringo saying, "Well, this was going to be country." It, that it it didn't. I thought I remember hearing that. Right. Forgive more love. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think that does sound vaguely familiar. Yeah. Ringo's voice. I mean, it, it goes good with country. A lot, most it very does. much so. Yeah, and and he and he loves country. I mean, and you know, and that the wonderful duet he did with Buck Owens too. That's oh sure, that's a delight. I mean, it really is. And and uh, yeah, and 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 Bocool Blues. uh, When you talked about you know the amount of time for recording, he did that in two days. Yeah, that's amazing. And 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 I I love that album. Though I mean, you get the 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 professionals uh, in that field that recorded the album. Yeah, exactly. I mean, even it was yes, it was quick, but the effort that went into that was was priceless. Yeah, in my opinion, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah Tom, uh, no Tom question. Brennan mentions. Yeah, Kenny Rogers was very popular at that yeah, time. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, uh, Richard Cotwin said it, w- it would have had to have been a contemporary country album mm-hmm. to be been popular. Oh, yeah, yeah, like well, exactly. what Kenny Rogers was. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fair enough. Was it the, was the Chips Bowman album a country flavored routine? I, don't I think, think he had, so. He had "I Can Help" on there. Billy Swan. Mm. Was Billy Swan. Uh, I can help was one of the ones oh, he did. Yeah. There's a version of that going around. You can hear yeah, Ringo saying, "I can I've help," heard. which I think is a good song for Ringo to do. Oh, good perfect song! Yeah, that would work. Yeah, that would work for him. Abs- absolutely. But, uh, but yeah, that's uh, yeah, that'd be that'd be fun. Yeah, I like his. Yeah, uh, uh, oh, Mar- uh, Maria Lynn doesn't like his country stuff. I, you know, and and actually, I mean, I'm not the world's biggest country fan, but. But Ringo can pull it off. I, I yeah. like no question. Ringo, Ringo, I want to say one thing. Ringo, I love the title track, Buku's of Blues, and I like a couple of others. But I recently, within the last year or so, gave that another chance after a long time. And it's an album that a lot of people say is growing really good in, in stature. Yeah, people are appreciating so. it. Me, yeah. personally, although I think Ringo is well-suited and he's got some real talent behind him and he sounds good in those songs, after a while, I was getting a little bit bored with the, the the repetition of it i don't know yeah. on my last listen mm-hmm. yeah so i really love the title track a lot yeah oh yeah and there's oh, some yeah. there's some great stuff on there so so it's speaking of draw yeah, yeah that's, that's i like one that one ones. absolutely and coochie coochie which is not i like coochie coochie even though that's a bonus track that's a fun track i like yeah. that <laughs> yep absolutely so speaking of your last listen so Okay, we have talked about what we liked, what we don't like. So let's give our verdict here. So we've given this another listen. So what is our verdict? Do we think that it has aged well? It's now, what, 43 years after uh, it came out? Can't believe 43 years later. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Al. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. You know, but but we're just you know we're giving another Oof. listen some years later. Exactly. I had to I had to say it because you know we're giving yeah. it another chance. Hey, it's a long sure. time, but it's a, yep. so. Um, what do we think? 
interesting. Does it uh, does it deserve another chance, or do we we think it's uh, it we that the critics got it right the first time? So uh, so Al, what do you think? It has its moments. Uh, I mean, if I had to give it like a, a number, like give it about a five, a four or five. You know, it's got its moments, but as far as like you know, another chance. Eh, I think it. I think it had its moment, <laughs> and, okay. and, it, and its moment passed it by. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Tom, how about? Well, um, yeah, I have to agree. Um, I didn't enjoy revisiting this album as much as I enjoyed revisiting Ringo the Fourth. Um, I found myself really enjoying a few songs on uh, on Ringo the Fourth more than I enjoyed the songs on on Bad Boy. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I can I can I can agree that this probably the the criticism that it got was probably probably deserved and like l i would say probably four or five songs on here are are good and i and i don't think any better than that but good okay i don't well, think there's the magical moments on these on these on this album that th that he had had on past albums okay all right joe well i think at the time i think uh, it was warranted uh in the day and I, I think, as I say, for me, it's gotten better and I enjoy hearing it now. And I enjoy nine of the 10, you know, pretty much. Uh, not a great, not a great album at all or, or one of his, his finest. But, you know, what, doing what I do when I'm making videos and uh, you, you have so many comments and you're talking to a lot of fans, uh, a lot of times I find that for what it's worth, uh, this is another one that's gaining a little in stature, kind of like some albums do. I think McCartney two, for example, right. had gotten has got a better reception. Back to the Egg is coming up a little bit, and well, Ram. We know the story with Ram. I mean, yeah. what, what were they thinking back in some people in 1971? <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> and I can. And by the way, this is <laughs> this is a whole other show, but I understand it back then. I do. Why? albums like i was too i don't re, i i know uncle albert when i was nine I, I loved uncle albert as a kid but i real quickly you know i get that you know if you're looking at the beatles as a unit and you're used to long and winding road and let it be and all that kind of stuff and then you're hearing like a disjointed noodly kind of doodly uh mccartney thing and mm. ram i could see why at the time people didn't grasp it so well yeah. i think but anyway back yeah. to Back to this album, yeah. So I, a lot of people seem, from what I've encountered, not everyone, of course, some people just dismiss it because it's Ringo and it's late 70s Ringo and that trilogy, right. 76, yeah. 77, and 78. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I enjoy it, but does it deserve it anymore? Not as much. It doesn't deserve to be overpraised. Maybe I'm doing that. But uh, I, I mean, if we were going to, Al was just giving it a, a, a number. Uh, if we're going to do out of 10, I don't know, six, maybe I would give it right now, maybe a seven mm. on a good day, but six, probably out of 10, something like that. Okay. All right. Great. Um, yeah, I, I probably, yeah, I'd go with, with Al and say four or five. Uh, Cause yeah, I would say in a way I, I enjoyed revisiting Ringo the fourth in terms of it was kind of a time capsule in a, in a way and and mm. this was yeah I mean it just to me except for the few songs we talked about it just didn't have 
that that energy and and at least with Ringo the Fourth, as I said, you could kind of appreciate it for as I said, the time capsule. That Just out of curiosity, like Devil's Advocate, what's the magical energy? On Ringo the Fourth tracks, or it's tracks. it's not well, it's it's not like maybe not magical energy, but it was just that it was like the disco period. Yeah, kind of appreciated it in sort of a campy kind of way. Maybe that's what I'm looking for. I've and, been down one time. I love yeah, that song. Oh, like, I praise that song all day and all night. I love that track. That is delightfully bizarre. I mean, that's what it is. It's just, it's, it's a sort of campy, and you can kind right. of appreciate it on that level. And with yeah. this, well, you know that I depend on you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like you can kind of like it's, it's sort of entertaining on, on like that level right. in a way. And and you know, this is just like, yeah, it just doesn't grab you. I think it's it. definitely a more upbeat production on those songs, in my opinion. On, yeah. on, on Ringo yeah. the Fourth, yeah, right. So, no, I'm not. I'm not claiming Ringo the Fourth is like mm, his all-time yeah. best work. Don't no. get me wrong. No. Drowning in the Sea of Love was kind of. I mean, that was kind mm. of interesting, right? But, uh, but yeah. So I, I would, I would agree. I'd say probably four or five. Like this is not one I would go back to over and over. I mean, for for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. So uh, so it was kind of just you know, average for, for right. me, but, mm-hmm. uh, but, uh, but, you know, but, but that's interesting, Joe, that, you know, how it made it over the years that it, you know, yeah. that it grew and, and, uh, and, and as you said, you know, I like that you said, you know, appreciating it for, for Ringo. I mean, you know, yeah, that, people say that's a cop out. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I'm not doing it consciously. No, I just feel like I don't expect as much from Ringo. I don't mean that as a, as a, slight against him although yeah. it comes out again like that um i just say yeah we have a good time is it yeah. a, a, an interest well interesting what word do you use fun mm-hmm. uh i have a kind of good time with ringo yeah yeah i do and i do and again and again i have to emphasize it's not going in my top ringo albums right this album right you know? yeah yeah, no, we totally get it. I mean, yeah, you don't appreciate them on the same level as like Paul McCartney or, or no. George Harrison. I mean, oh. you know, it's it's and it's not to slam no. him. I mean, no. it's just he's a different, yeah. you know, he's a different talent. I totally get it. Yeah, absolutely. So, what are people uh, saying? Do you do you see any? Uh, so let's see. Um, okay, so um, well, so, uh, Wesley said, "Sorry, can't agree with any of you. Loved it then, love it now." Okay, right. that's excellent. That's great. That's yeah. that's why we do these shows because we like yeah. to, uh, we like to to do this. Uh, let's see. Okay, so uh, Ed at Rising, stop and smell the roses. Next Ringo album to review. Yeah, we'll we'll do we'll get to you really that. Should. Yeah. yeah, we should do that. We will uh, get to that along the way. Um, uh, Fred Velez said, "Gave it up." Uh, gave it all up. Sorry, is not bad. That's uh, mm, from uh, Ringo the Fourth. The yeah. song's all right. I don't know about yeah. the performance. Yeah, opinion. yeah. Though his voice is uh, was not not great on that. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Susan uh, Gagney. Hello, Susan. Hey, Susan. Great to see you again. Sorry to say, but Bad Boy is best relegated to the rock and roll history books. <laughs> okay. oh, rock and roll. Rock and roll. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
and and Susan, I saw your comment earlier, uh, uh, praising my uh, uh, backdrop. Thank you very much. I actually was trying to use the bad boy uh, cover as backdrop mm. originally, but it looked like he was resting his drink on my head. Well, you know, I almost made a drink to do this show. To say yeah, <laughs> yeah I was thinking, and the cover, you know, I'm sure Ringo doesn't really like this cover. God bless him. He's been sober since 1988. Way to go, yeah. Ringo. Yeah. But look at that. I wanted to show that sticker. That's cool. It contains cool. songs from the yeah. hit television yeah. special, Ringo. Yep. Hit television special. Huh? It was a big hit. <laughs> no. But you it know, was, I love the special. I have it, You know, it's fun. it is so, it is such a product of its time. I mean, it was oh, kind yeah. of fun to watch because it just, it reminded me of like right. of those 70s variety shows like the, the people the, you yeah. had in there you had art carney uh john ritter vincent price oh vincent price of course angie I mean, dickinson oh, oh yeah, angie dickinson, dickinson. Uh -huh. no. No. i mean it was, it was yeah. great i mean you know you don't see that anymore i mean it's that was just it was uh just really uh you know fun stuff um trying to let's see here um let's see it stinks ringo's worst effort okay <laughs> uh richard kotwick has not aged well sorry to say yeah that's kind of um kind of what we uh, read more yeah, let's <laughs> see. No. Um, okay oh wesley uh winterstrom ringo should do a joint tour with willie nelson i'd go see that that'd mm. be fun mm. done <laughs> Or she just have Willie Nelson part of his all-star band. <laughs> oh, there you go. I would love that. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. Uh, Chris Dahl says, so we still agree bad boy is still bad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. But uh, let's see here. Um, oh, Phil uh, Phil Battier. Was it round about this time of Bad Boy that Ringo was designing all his glass furniture? Oh, I vaguely remember something. I saw it. a video of that. I saw there was a video of him with somebody talk, discussing that and showing the stuff. Yeah. Said, or was it after when he had sobered up or a bit before? I, I don't remember when that was. Uh, I really don't. I might have around the same time. I think you need to be kind of under the influence to have glass furniture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how about those? How about those glass things that you have on the floor for your chairs, right. chairs that people say uh, are good? Mm, I don't know. Oh, oh, Fred Velez's monkey see not a good choice, and I'm a monkeys fan. fan. Yeah, yeah, I see, yeah, I see what you the did there, man. Fred. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Ringo should try to do you. Just may be the one, Fred. What do you think? There you go. Can you see? Can yeah. you see Ringo doing? <laughs> Oh man! Right, he oh. could do a Michael Nesmith songbook album. <laughs> there you go. Ne there you Nez. go. There you go. So you know, but uh, well, and you know, and I mean, I hate to, to to just you know pile on on this album. I mean, it's it's. Well, you're looking. You're just finding the negatives. <laughs> yeah, Maybe they're I, all on negatives. No, they no, wanna... I'm 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 skimming. Yeah. Uh, well, unfortunately, <laughs> there are a lot of them. <laughs> Somebody I know, I can't remember who in my my viewers said it was his absolute number one favorite Ringo album, which even I couldn't go there. Yeah, <laughs> tell you, sorry. Right. Oh, sorry. Right. Oh, yeah. 
the chorus, uh, Tom Brennan says, the chorus of old time Reloving has been stuck in my head all weekend since oh. listening to the album a few times. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, for me, it's bad boy. I mean, my God. Ay, 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 dancing and whatnot yep. yeah uh let's see oh candle and our friend candle and heart on my sleeve is lovely she likes yeah it one. is That's good. <laughs> they use the right songs on it for the tv special i think they used heart on my sleeve yep. they use the rocker hard times mm-hmm. right. and, and, and well and a man like me clo- that closed the show i think that's a, ni- yeah. a nice closing oh, yeah. like yeah. like like so many mid-tempo rockers on an album they end up sounding so much better when they're done live yeah you know yeah. what yep. i mean that's a yeah. good point so if he would have toured for this album you know maybe that could have helped the the performance yeah. of this record a little yeah. bit yeah because i thought like who yeah. needs a heart i thought that could have been great live. yeah that, that that might arguably be would you say that's even closer to disco we talked a little about that yeah who needs a heart be a little disco beat. yeah I, yeah i, I still know. think that should have been a single uh john uh tobacco said Vinny poncia was not a great producer ringo could have benefited with using richard perry again this album does not sound inspired to me Interesting. Yeah, well, well, well he had one go ahead he had wanted to use Richard Perry for the two uh, Atlantic albums, and they said, no, you have to use Arif Mardin. Mm. Mm. And, mm. you know. Interesting. So, yeah. So lots of, lots of great comments tonight. A lot of, uh, yeah. So a couple of, a couple of defenders of, uh, yeah. Bad boy, but poor uh, Ringo, poor Ringo, poor Ringo. But no, we're not, we're not bashing Ringo because we've done some, uh, some uh, pro, hey, many pro Ringo, many pro Ringo shows here. Exactly, absolutely. And, and talk- I wish I could, and I wish for me personally, I could say more nicer things about this record. Yeah. No, this is this is good. Let it all hang out. This you yeah. can't love everything all the time. No. Exactly, sure. as as we are sometimes accused of doing. Accused right. of. Well, you guys. <laughs> I'm I'm sure when he gets back in two weeks, Ken will will give a a full defense of Bad Boy. <laughs> and and I think there are some people out there that are going to say, well, because Ken Michaels wasn't there, that's why you trashed it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's not could be. Yeah. yeah, could be, could be. I don't know, but uh, but yeah, but that's why we love these another listen shows because you know sometimes Absolutely. we have done these where we think, hey, I don't think that album did deserve, you know, the yeah. initial yeah. drubbing. It I think got. it deserved it then, not as much now, but I'd like I'd like to hear Ken's. That's, I'm sorry that he, he couldn't have been here as well. I mean, I'm, yeah. Al was great, but, you know, we get to have Ken as well. Yeah. You know, I'd like to so, go. Mm-hmm. Well, Next time, maybe we'll uh, before the the show, we'll have him give a little, uh, yeah, have a give a summary of yeah, what uh, what he exactly. thinks. Absolutely, but but Al, equal, equal time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But Al, we loved having you on. This was yeah, absolutely really oh, yeah. fun. Yeah. It was, it's, and, it's, and it's course, always a blast. Oh, and and of course, we're going to have you back on oh, yeah. in, the, in the near future. It's our our switch hitter. Always love having you right. on. Exactly. <laughs> or no, I'm sorry, pinch, pinch hitter. hitter. Pinch hitter. Pinch hitter. Pinch hitter. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. Pinch hitter. R- rusty, rusty Staub. New York. Yeah. <laughs> La Grande Orange. 
exactly all right well this is this has really been a fun a great discussion tonight thank you all too for all your great comments we're going to you know go through them and uh, please keep them coming uh, if you're watching this on youtube or if you're watching this the replay on facebook uh, let us know what you think if you think we've been way too hard on ringo that's okay let us let us know that's that's what these discussions are all about so uh so why don't we uh give the usual uh let uh, everybody know where they can find us and what we're up to uh before we get to that just so i don't forget uh you can find us on uh facebook of course on our facebook page you can find us at talkmoretalk.com uh on twitter at talk uh, more talk one that's the number one you can email us at talkmoresolotalk at gmail.com uh, please do uh, we'd love to hear your ideas your feedback um, and you can find us on youtube please subscribe while we're there while you're there tell your friends uh tell everybody you know we would need to get those subscriber numbers up we're getting close, uh, close to, to a thousand to close to a thousand so yeah. please mm-hmm. please keep those subscriber numbers up uh and you can also find us on virtually any podcasting platform uh you can think of we also want to give a shout out to beetle ed uh who also runs this show and many of our own uh, individual shows on fab four radio he's great thank you so much for all of your support hey matt yes Yes. hey matt exactly <laughs> just uh, so so thank you thank you um all right so uh al since you're our guest why don't you go first uh where where can oh. uh, people find you okay well i mean most immediately probably the easiest would be uh, uh facebook under al sussman and i'm that i'm the the old guy that that puts out all that <laughs> almanac <laughs> stuff and oh it's interesting stuff. and yeah. and otherwise i just did um Hudson uh, Ranny's uh, uh, podcast, you know, <laughs> what what bad could happen with a 13 year old interviewing a 70, nearly 72 year old? And but it, but actually it went it went very well. We uh, we uh, we kind of debuted his uh, his newest uh, this 1882 game. Mm. Yeah, although okay. he really needs to exp- explain to the uh, the average person what the eighteen eighty two game is. It's a great right. show, and, though. I saw it. It's a good show. Yeah, yeah, and the um, uh, the uh, uh, the current issue of Beetle Fan is is uh, is out. The new issue should be out with uh, by about the end of June, right, Kit? I think so. I think, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. And because uh, I have like a two part uh, kind of uh, portrait of 1971, of the music of 1971, not mm. just Beatles, but overall. And, and actually, I'm just finishing up uh, kind of a follow up piece on 1976 mm. as well. Nice. Yeah. And, uh, and also, I can uh, sort, of, sort of a scoop. Uh, uh, you're probably aware that Bruce Spicer has done a series of albums, recent al- uh, recent books yep. on Beatles albums, yep. right? Well, the next the next one uh, will be out in uh, at least the plan right now is it's uh, it'll be out in October, and it's basically the same the same team that uh, we've done the, the the last three or four books, uh, Bruce, myself. 
Bill King, uh, Piers Hemmingson, and Frank Daniels. And this one will be on, um, on Magical Mystery Tour, Yellow Submarine, and the singles from that time oh, that were cool. not that were not from the White Album sessions. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Wow, that's so that great. Yeah, yeah. So I I don't think if there is a Chicago Fest, I don't think the book will be ready for that uh, for the you know the fest hopefully, but uh, most likely though it will be out in October because it's Fantastic. at the it's at the printer at the printer now. Wow. Okay, so that's something to look forward to. That's great. Yeah. All right. Okay, thank you, Al. All sure. right. Okay, <laughs> Joe, how about you? What are you up to? Okay, folks, you can subscribe, please, to my YouTube channel, Mean Mr. Mayo. Uh, I have a show called Fab Gab, and uh, we're going to be doing a show on this coming Sunday. I don't know when this is going to be posted up here. Uh, I don't know what the date of the Sunday is. Uh, it's going to be ranking the song. What's the date? Uh, Sunday the... What's today? Uh, <laughs> Whatever. It's, so, it's coming up. Uh, the 13th. None of us know the date. It'll be up the third. Uh, your show Today's will be up D-Day. the 13th. Yeah, June, yeah, Sunday's the 13th. Yep. The, oh, wow. From June yep. 6th to 13th. But anyway, I'm going to be right. doing a Fab, a fab Gap show, and uh, I'm going to have a guest on this time, and it's going to be Tom Agnati. He's going to make another re- return visit to rank, hopefully, if we can do it at all, the songs from our least favorite tracks to our most favorite tracks off Abbey Road, you know, winding down the series with Beatles albums, you know, before we do other stuff. And uh, that's the the biggest news I have there. I'm also trying to put movie reviews up there, which are not related to Beatles or music, but, you know, sometimes I have this idea I'm going to make the Mean Mr. Mayo channel kind of a, a pop culture thing where I put a little bit of everything. And, you know, I have another channel called Mayo's Movies, where it's all one word, Mayo's movies. You can, if you like movies, you can go over there. But uh, the traffic is not as big there, you know, because my main channel is me, Mr. Mayo. So anyway, I've been kind of dabbling in the idea of putting the reviews on the main Mr. Mayo, mean Mr. Mayo channel. So if you like movies, check that out too. Cool. All right, that sounds sounds like. Uh... You're always keeping busy, but uh, but it sounds like you're... yeah, it's not easy with work. Ugh. Yeah, no kidding, mm. no kidding. All right, Tom, you're always uh, up to a lot of stuff. So yeah, uh, I don't yeah. know how I don't know how I can you know get all this done, but we get it done because yep. you know we love what we do and we're having fun with all this. And Al, again, it's been a pleasure uh, you know hanging out with you. Thank you for it's been a pleasure being. hanging out let's, with you, yeah. you folks. Let's do it again. Well, how about tomorrow yeah. night? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, we just re- I'm really excited about this. We we just recorded a brand new show yesterday with the with another newcomer in, in the Beatles podcasting world. Her name is Natalie Carnitas and she hosts this wonderful new podcast called She Loves You, which is all about the the women in the lives of the Beatles. So she's done shows on Cynthia Lennon, she's done a show on Jane Asher. I mean, um, not Asher, yeah, but Jane Asher. And um, and she's I think just recorded a show on Patty Boyd as well. So check that out. It's called She Loves You. And um, we just recorded a show. Uh, it's part one of a new series called Women and Wives. And it's, it's just that. It's, all, it's the women and wives in, in, in McCartney's life. 
so that was part one and that'll drop this Saturday. So really excited about that. Um, you can find us everywhere, you know, uh, Paul McCartney, I'm sorry, two legs, a Paul McCartney podcast on YouTube channel. We're getting real close to 600 subscribers. So please check us out and subscribe to that. Uh, like Kit said earlier, our ranking the track series is winding down. As of right now, the last episode will be the 17th, where we rank the tracks from McCartney 3, and we're going to have a bunch of Two Legs family members on there. We're going to have my original co-host, David, um, back on the show, uh, Ethan, our, our art director, and Dylan Seavey, our music director. So it'll just be like a big you know, Two Legs family affair uh, while, while we rank the, the tracks of McCartney 3. And yes, we're going to have a, we're going to continue the live thing going. We might take a week or two off, but we're going to be doing other kinds of things as well. Not just McCartney. We're going to probably expand it to to other music as well, just to you know let everybody know that there's other music out there besides McCartney. So uh, you are uh, yeah. you are a busy man, Tom, and don't forget that I'm going to be using you on my uh, upcoming new yes. plug plug movie review Cisco Ebert right. type show. That's right. Uh, Joe and I, I mean, Joe and I share a, a passion for movies as well. And uh, I'm looking forward to, um, you know, discussing movies with him in the, in the near future. Um, then I also was a, a, a guest on uh, Hudson's show. I know, I know, you know, Nick, he, he was at it again um, a couple, you know, a week ago, he just, he did another article on McCartney with the uh, overlooked tracks uh, on, he picked one over, he one, he one track that he thought was overlooked on every track. Hudson and I just automatically disagreed with just about everything. Oh, that sounds picked. interesting. <laughs> sounds very interesting. <laughs> so, so Hudson and I, we, we, the following day or a couple, a couple days later, we recorded a show where we put our, the tracks that we thought were, were overlooked, uh, one on each track. So that was a lot of fun. So check that out. I know, I know. And um, man, he's he's coming up just, you know, Ethan and a lot of good young uh, Natalia, uh, Natalia, she's she's young, too. So a lot of uh, great young listeners and, and fans of the Beatles out there. So, you know, the the, the wheels keep turning. I mean, the gender just because the next wheels are turning at all times. Yeah. Yeah. The next generation yeah. is, is, is coming up and, and that's and that's a good thing. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, (laughs) both uh, both Hudson and and uh, and Ethan remind me a little bit too much of what I was like at that uh, at that age. (laughs) You can imagine that. I thought you were going to say, unfortunately, there's just becoming too many podcasts out there. Well, that too. (laughs) But also, uh, over the weekend, I saw you uh, with Ken. On Ken Michaels Radio, oh. doing his the number nine dream uh, game or thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I had a lot of fun with so that. That was one. great. That was great. That was thank excellent. you. Yeah, thank yeah, I'm you. I'm going to be doing that soon yeah. with them. And I, yeah. I didn't promote that either, although it's going back a ways. On Ken Michaels Radio, I was on yeah. there. We did yeah. the Fab Five, a new uh, another new thing that he has devised. That right. I was the first one to try this. Right. So don't forget to also let's let's plug uh, Ken Michaels. Let's uh, give him a plug. Yep. Don't forget to yes. check out Ken Michaels Radio on on YouTube. That's his new YouTube channel where he's had he's had all four of us on. He's had lots of people in in the the Beatles world, podcasters, musicians, uh, authors. He did a really good one too with Alan Cozen. What was the Beatles' peak? Yes. I really enjoyed that episode a lot. So so please. Yeah. 
check that out as well as uh, things we said today on YouTube, which as we all know, Al was a uh, past uh, co-host on that show. And we do miss you, Al. We do miss you. And and what's Womack been up to? I mean, he's uh, his new book should be coming out, I think, in July. Right? Yes. With, with Prupa. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, we're going to get them on. Yeah, I'll be seeing him tomorrow night. In fact. Oh, very yep. cool. Yeah, absolutely. Very cool. And, uh, yep. uh, perfect, uh, perfect segue. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for doing Prince that. Because, uh, <laughs> uh, yes, you're going to be seeing me, too. Uh, uh, right. Tomorrow, uh, <laughs> tomorrow night, uh, if, if you're uh, watching this uh, uh, now or, or tomorrow, Not you'll be live, uh, yeah. you can join. Uh, you can join Ken Womack and me uh, June 8th at uh 7:30 p.m eastern uh it's uh tuesday night record club and we're going to be doing pet sounds mm. the beach boys i am really excited about this yeah, um, you guys can be excited all you want that one is just all right tom <laughs> you know right what there, buddy i'll tell you something this took this album it took me a while it took me a while to fully appreciate it um mm. it really did and i get it now <laughs> i get it I'm a out. I really you kinda, do. You kind of had to be there. It, yeah, yeah. And, and so yeah, so had, the first time I heard, yeah. I, I really did. First time I was kind of like, I, I don't know. Now that I'm older and wiser, and I've listened to it a number of times, oh, and listen to it with headphones, <laughs> yeah. and you listen to it with headphones. Wise. It is. A joke. Yeah, it's a, hey, if they would have put good vibrations on there, make one hell of a four-song EP. Yeah. Well, I'll tra- I mean, seriously though, you've really got it. You know, so well, tune in tomorrow night. It's uh, tomorrow night at 7 30. It's free. All you have to do is register. I'll put the link. Actually, I've already put the link on, on our Talk More Talk page. Uh, oh, cool. We are going to have a, a really great time going through this album. We'll talk about the Wrecking Crew, and I'll even tell you about a group that had a huge influence on Brian Wilson and his vocal arrangements. Um, you probably know who it is, Al, but I'm, I'm going to be yes. uh, talking a bit, uh, <laughs> talking a bit about the Beatles, that. exactly. <laughs> the Beatles, yeah. No, right. no, it goes a little before them. So, uh, so yes. do check that out. Uh, as I said, it's absolutely free. We are going to have such a great time. Uh, also free, uh, July 7th, I'm going to be giving a free lecture uh, at the, well, it's through the Avalon uh, Free Public Library in New Jersey, but it's on Zoom. So you can uh, attend it. It's Motown in the 70s. July uh, the 7th. That rings a bell. Yep, that's right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and so July the 7th, you can uh, register. I'll put that link on our page as well. And tomorrow, uh, talking about Hudson, I'm going to be uh, recording a show uh, with him. I'm going to be appearing oh. on I Know, I Know, talking mm. about my book. And so that episode should go up in a couple of days. Uh, as soon as I, I know when it's going up, I will post mm. that uh, as well. And of course, well, you know, this, this, yeah. There's, oh, there's nothing wrong appearing on the second best solo Beatles podcast. I, I know. Yes. <laughs> That's right. So, yep. So we're going to be talking about my, my book, uh, Songs We're Singing. I will post that 
uh, the link went as soon as it goes up. And of course, you can follow me on Facebook um, and uh, my site, kiddotool.com and all that stuff. So I think that's, oh, and, and Beetlefan, Beetlefan, uh, that the issue uh, that Al mentioned is coming out soon. And I have uh, an article in there about Motown and the Beatles and, oh, and okay. where they cause. Uh-huh. I'm really excited about it. Yeah, I'm very yeah. excited about this article. Little bit of Liverpool. Remember that Little bit of Liverpool, exactly. So, uh, so really uh, looking forward to having that article run. I, I put a lot of work into it and it was fun to write. So anyway, Al, thank you again. For Thanks, Al. Thank you for inviting week. me. I appreciate it. it this was, is really uh, it was a blast. A it really and and we are going to as I said you'll I I know you're going to be back on soon. Yeah. We, we're we're sending you back you. down to AAA, but don't worry, you'll be back up in the big leagues soon, my friend. <laughs> I'll hope so. I'll have to get the, get some extra batting practice in. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And thank all of you for joining us. So for Tom Hanyati, Joe Mayo, and Al Sussman, this is cool. Kiddo Tool saying. <laughs> To, and cool kiddo tool cool kiddo tool i'll just say that that's your new handle that's, that's my new nickname <laughs> it's late cool. and, it's, and it'll be k-o-o-l yeah, kiddo cool kiddo cool <laughs> oh my god this is oh, kiddo boy. tool saying tonight Wear your heart on your sleeve. There Good night, go. everybody. I always do. Come <laughs> on, folks. Okay.